Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hey listeners, this week I'd like to tell you about a great new podcast that's coming your way. It's called World Gone Wrong, and it's a fictional chat show about friendship at the end of the world. Launching in March 2024, World Gone Wrong is a cosy chat show hosted by best friends Malik and Jamie, set in a wildly fictional world. Malik and Jamie discuss topics like, how worried should I be about the sewer alligators reading maps in downtown Chicago? Should I change my office hours to accommodate the vampire student in my class? What do I do if my ex-boyfriend gets taken over by an alien body snatcher? And what is the deal with that guy showing up in all our old pictures? World Gone Wrong is brought to you by the team behind Unwell, a Midwestern Gothic mystery, which is an awesome show, so right away you can tell that this is going to be a quality production. Learn more at audaciousmachinecreative.com and keep listening at the end of this episode to hear the trailer for World Gone Wrong. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you! And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. The Road of Shadows Created by Mark R. Healy A Beyond the Dark production Season 1 Episode 8 Hunting Grounds Here you go. One very early morning coffee. Piping hot. Thanks, Amber. Appreciate it. Hope it helps you wake up. I'm awake. Well, that makes one of us. I'm beginning to wonder if you actually sleep at all. Sure, a little. And is it always in a chair, like that? Sometimes. By the window? When I can. How long till sunrise, do you think? An hour. Maybe a bit more. 
I must have seen you glance out that window a dozen times already. You know the reason why. I'm sorry you've had such a hard life. We've all got problems. It's not like you don't have your own shit to deal with. How's the leg? Fine. I just need to clean it up every now and again. No big deal. Maybe we should drop in at the drugstore when it opens, see if we can get something to treat it. This wound can't be healed. How do you know if you've never been to see a doctor about it? I never said I hadn't. Oh, really? Who'd you see? Uh, let's see. The guy's name was Schilling, I think. He was the local physician in a town called Clifford Springs. Huh. Why does that sound familiar to me? You probably drove through it on the way here. It's a couple of hundred miles west. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. So, what happened? What was the diagnosis? We never got to a diagnosis. Schilling was hell-bent on killing me. The... the doctor tried to kill you? He was a shadow. Dr. Schilling. Hang on, hang on. Back up? When was this? A couple of years ago. And what exactly happened? Uh, let's see. Schilling called me in from the waiting room and we went back to his quarters. Good morning. Good morning. What can I help can you with today? today? The whole time, he was acting weird. Edgy. But he wasn't in bloodlust, so he just looked normal. Then he closed the door and sat at his desk, started to write something down. And then he made a weird noise. <laughs> like something an animal would make. That was when I smelt the bloodlust. Hit me like a cannonball. He looked up from his notes and there was something in his expression. Revulsion? But then his skin seemed to melt away and I saw the monster beneath. <laughs> What did you do? Got the hell out of there as fast as I could. Ran. Then I got on my bike and... Well, you can probably guess the rest. Did the other patients say anything in the waiting room? There were none. It was just me. That seems... strange. Clifford Springs isn't a big town, but... You're right. Usually you'd expect someone to be around. I've thought about it since, and I think Schilling planned it that way. Made sure there were no other appointments at the time. Sent the receptionist home. Also, he could have me to himself. So he singled you out? Do you think he saw you around town beforehand? The shadows always spot me before I spot them. In fact, I'm certain that for some reason they're drawn to me. I can't explain why, but they are. Well, now that you know Schilling is a shadow, why didn't you tell the cops about it? Have him investigated? Get real, Amber. How would you expect the cops to react to a shithead drifter telling them that their venerated town doctor is really a monster in disguise? That's not going to fly. Surely, the people in Clifford Springs would have noticed something by now. Some disappearances, or... Shadows are careful when they select their victims. They don't screw up very often, Holy and... Holy shit! Holy shit! Wait a minute, wait a minute! That's where I know the name from. What name? Clifford Springs! It's one of the towns that came up during my investigation. For Jenny's disappearance? Yeah. I was trying to be as thorough as I could. Started mapping out every reported disappearance across the state to see if I could find patterns. Something that I could link to Jenny in case there was a killer moving from town to town. That's what all this shit on the wall is for. And did you find anything? A link? No. But I found 
A lot of disappearances. I mean, I mean a lot more than I expected. Here, this is it. Huh, I knew I had a Xerox of this clipping. What is it? Police say the missing man, Gavin Chester, was a vagrant with no fixed address who had been staying in Clifford Springs for only two weeks. He was last seen by Dr. James Schilling on the morning of- What the hell? Let me see that. The morning of last Tuesday, April 7th, when Chester sought treatment at the clinic. Dr. Schilling told police that Chester became agitated and demanded drugs from the supply cabinet. Dr. Schilling refused, and after a short argument, Chester proceeded to exit through the back of the clinic. He has not been seen since. And I'll bet none of that is true. There's a photograph, too. Yeah, that's Schilling, right there. What's the date? Um, April 10th, 1981. Three years ago. That would have been before I got there. Wait. Wait. There's more to it than that. It's coming back to me now. What else have you got? There was another disappearance in Clifford Springs. That's why I remember it, but it was years before. Uh... Here it is. Here, this one. Listen. Police are pictured examining the lake where teenager Tammy Likens was last seen swimming on Saturday. Miss Likens had been traveling alone on a trip to visit her grandmother in Florida. Sound familiar? Yeah. But the thing that threw me off was that this clipping is so old. Look. June 1952. That's why I didn't follow up on it. I mean, 30 years? Look! Right there, the photograph. What? Standing next to the cops. It's Schilling. No, that's... Actually... Holy shit, that is him. But it can't be. He looks exactly the same age as a picture from 1981. The shadows don't age. At least, not like we do. Their lifespan is much longer. It says so in the hidden world. Thirty years, and he hasn't aged a day. See? That's proof right there. I don't know about proof. I mean... It could be Schilling's dad, or or an uncle who has a resemblance. Amber, come on. <sighs> okay, okay. It does look like him. Maybe there are more pictures in these other clippings. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second, Daniel. How is this all possible? Someone in Clifford Springs must have noticed this by now. A doctor wandering around with a fountain of youth in his pocket. Shadows are deceivers. They manipulate the people around them. I've told you that before. But there must be tons of photos around the place. This Schilling guy, I think he's sloppy, maybe overconfident. Normally shadows shy away from the limelight for exactly this reason. Okay, fine. This is all pretty fascinating, but I don't think it's going to help us. I looked through a whole stash of local newspapers going back years, and Schilling's name never turned up. I doubt he's ever even been to Colton. Like it says in Hidden World, shadows are territorial. They keep to their own hunting grounds. That's true from my own experience, too. In the early days, I thought they would chase me from one town to the next, but they never did. It was always a new face in each town. So whoever it is we're dealing with in Colton, it's not Schilling. Maybe I need to go over all this stuff again. Maybe I missed something. A, a clue. So you believe me now? About the shadows? I don't know if I'm all the way there yet, but... I'm a damn lot closer than I was half an hour ago. Sounds like progress. Yeah. So, how do we kill it? <laughs> That's not the objective here. Why not? Because it can't be done. There has to be a way. Remember how I ran out of time translating the hidden world that first night? 
I had to leave just as I was getting to the last paragraph. Yeah? Well, I got around to it later. It says right there in black and white that night devils can't be killed. They don't have a weakness. Look, maybe... Maybe whoever wrote the book hadn't figured it out, but there has to be a way. There isn't. You don't know that. I know. Tell me. <sighs> I ran from them for a long time. Years. And it wore me down. In the early days, I spent time in cities, but that was a mistake. There are more shadows there. Bigger populations of humans, more for them to feed on. I was running into them every few blocks. Honestly, I was ready to give up. I thought that... Maybe if I just let them take me, I wouldn't have to suffer anymore. But then I crossed paths with an old friend from school. Tony. I hadn't seen him in years, since I moved away after the attack from the Prowler. But we hit it off right away. Started hanging out. It felt so good to finally connect with someone again. And soon enough, I told him about the shadows. How did he react? Like you. Didn't believe it, thought I was crazy. But over the course of a few weeks, I managed to sway him. He always loved science fiction and horror movies, and I think part of him wanted to believe. So, we came up with a plan. Tony knew a guy who owned a gun shop not far from where he lived, and the two of us went there one night. We chipped in together and bought some huge, dirty, hairy gun. A magnum, I think. A 44? I guess. I don't know for sure. Anyway, we came up with a plan. The two of us were going to hunt these motherfuckers. Like, actually trap and kill a shadow. I told him that I could sense them, and... It didn't take long to locate one in the city. On the second night, I caught the scent of a shadow. And this time I went toward it. Straight at it. The two of us found it in an alley just standing there. Like it knew we were coming. What happened? Tony had the gun. And when it came at us, he... He let loose. Emptied every round into the shadow, but the bullets didn't even slow it down. It was just a blur. The next thing I knew, the gun was on the ground and Tony was gone. He didn't even have time to make a sound. The shadow took him. Must have ran off with him. I was left alone. Do you think maybe he missed the target? Tony could handle a gun. Him and the guy from the gun shop went way back. They were always at firing ranges and... Anyway, I know his aim was true because I could hear the impacts. And there were these golden sparks in the shadow's body where the bullets hit, almost like cinders. I'll never forget it. Cinders? Don't tell me that was body armor. It wasn't. No, no. Shrugging off 44 rounds? That doesn't happen, even with body armor. Yeah. So, anyway. Over the next day or two, I went looking for Tony. I kept hoping that maybe he'd found some way to escape and that he'd show up hurt, but... He was gone without a trace, just like the others. I got my shit together and left the city. Never went back. Have you ever told anyone this before? No, never. I don't... I don't get close to people. Not since Tony. So why me? Huh? <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Daniel, 
but the two of us have gotten pretty close these last couple of days. Yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have allowed that to happen. I've put you in danger, and I... What is it? There's something about you that's... different. Out of all the people I've come across, I feel like you understand me the best. Like, maybe I don't have to go through this all alone after all. I don't know if I completely understand you, Daniel, but I'm trying. Anyway, today is the end of it. The end of what? This shit in Colton. I'm getting out of here. Wait a second. I, I thought we were going to come up with a plan. That is the plan. We run the checkpoint. How? I'm picking up my paycheck from Pete in about an hour. After that, I'm going to Sandy's garage to collect my ride. And then you're going head-to-head -head with the cops? Tonight, when it's dark. I'll blow through that checkpoint before they know what's hit him. I thought we'd already ruled this out. I... We don't have any other options, Amber. We need to get out of Colton. Daniel, this is stupid. There's room for you on the back. I'll take you if you want to come. You know what? I'm not sure I do anymore. What? Look at this stuff, Daniel. We're on to something. We've got Schilling's identity- Who gives a fuck about Schilling? We're dealing with the Colton Shadow, not the Clifford Springs one. But we could start building a profile on Schilling. See what other information we can get. Maybe. Maybe. There's shared behaviors or traits that we could use to figure out more about our Colton Shadow. You're wasting your time. You just told me you're not leaving until you're under the cover of dark. Yeah. So? You still got the whole day to kill. Give me a hand over at the library and I'm sure we can come up with something. Why do you want to find out its identity so bad all of a sudden? You're not even sure you believe in them yet. You know exactly why. You're playing with fire. We should just leave. It killed Jenny, didn't it? This fucking shadow. You've believed that from the start. Something came across her face when I mentioned her that night we met. <sighs> Honestly, I don't know. Bullshit. What are you doing? I'm going to get to the library early. I've got work to do. You're serious about this. You're staying. This is my first break in a whole month. I owe it to Jenny to keep trying. Amber, this is a dangerous game. I'm onto something here, so screw the danger. Amber! You know where to find me. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Here you are, Daniel. This should do it. Two days' pay, as promised. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it. I could still use a hand today if you're gonna be in town. Make that packet a little thicker for you. No, I really have to get going. Ah, it's a shame. You're a good worker. Could use more like you. 
Maybe, uh, next time I come back through town. Mmm, something tells me that won't be any time soon. Right. You sorted out things with Sheriff Barnes? Not really. Better be careful, Daniel. Just because you're beyond the city limits doesn't mean you're out of his reach. He's a vindictive son of a bitch. No question about that. He's not gonna forget about you. I can handle it. What about that girl of yours? Amber? She's not my girl. Could've fooled me. It's not like that. She's not going with you when you leave? No. Oh, shame. I know she can be a bit stubborn, but she seems like a keeper to me. Maybe you should ask her out. Is that bitterness I hear poking through? Is there trouble in paradise? <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Can't say there's many pretty girls come through Colton. But she's probably not my type. She's more your style, I think. Maybe you should reconsider before you go running off so fast. To be honest, I think I might have burned my bridges on that one. My advice? Go and talk to her. Might be worth your while. You moving into counseling services now, Pete? Ooh, I've done lots of things over the years, Daniel. I can't say that's one of them. Ah, but who knows what the future brings. <laughs> Take care now, huh? I gotta get to work. See you around, Pete. And thanks. Anytime. is making all that racket out here. Sandy, it's me, Daniel. Sorry about the noise. I wanted to talk to you. I haven't opened up yet. I thought maybe I could see you early. Now what would give you a notion like that? <sighs> Come on in. I'm just sitting up. I was wondering about how you were going with the repairs. Repairs? I've barely had time to so much as look at those parts. I've got the cash right here. And now you're ready to ride off into the sunrise, is that it? I'd just like to get my motorcycle back. Cash is one half of the equation, sure. The other half is me doing the repairs. And guess what? That part ain't done. Do you know when it's going to be ready? It would be a lot sooner if you weren't loitering around asking silly questions. Is it okay if I sit and wait? No, it is not. I'm not one to enjoy the sight of buzzards circling overhead while I try to work. I'll stay out of the way. How about this? I won't lift a single wrench until you've walked out that door and out of my sight. Is that clear enough for you? Uh... Go on. Through there and keep walking. Don't come back till 3. Hell, make it 4 p.m. this afternoon. Sure. Whatever you say. Thanks, Sandy. What the hell? Amber, where are you going? Walking to Mr. Simpkins' place. What's the story? He hasn't shown up at the library this morning. 
I can't get in. Is everything okay? Do you care? I thought you were leaving. The bike won't be ready until this afternoon, so I guess I have some time to kill, just like you said. Do you still want my help? I suppose I could handle that. Great. So, how do you know where Simpkins lives? He told me a while back. Said it was down Sugar Lane, just over there. Is he going to be okay with you dropping in like this, unannounced? Oh yeah. He gave me an open invitation. Said I could drop in any time I felt like a chat. I'm hoping I can get the library key, since it looks like he won't be opening up today. Sounds like a plan. Come on, let's cross over. It's not far. Are you sure this is the place? Yeah, this is it. Looks creepy as hell. Ah, just needs a... a good paint job and a bit of a cleanup around the yard. If I didn't know any better, I'd say it's abandoned. <laughs> it's not that bad. Come on. Amber, the door's ajar. I see it. Mr. Simpkins? Are you home? Mr. Simpkins? No one home? I hope he's okay. Wait here. I'll check it out. We'll do it together. Come on. Mr. Simpkins? Amber, good morning. Oh, Mr. Simpkins. So nice of you to drop in. I, I'm, I'm so sorry for intruding. Intruding? Nonsense. It's just the, the door was open and I... Ah, yes. I went out to collect the newspaper and must have forgotten to shut it again. <laughs> Always doing that. Oh, sit, sit, both of you. I've just made some tea. I thought something might be wrong since you didn't show up at the library this morning. Well, in truth, I did wake up with a bit of a headache. I took some aspirin and decided to rest for a while. Happens from time to time at my age. I was intending to open up this afternoon, all being well. I'm sorry. We could go, if you like. No, no. A bit of company will do me good. It's been so long since I've had visitors. How long have you lived here, Mr. Simpkins? Oh, uh, 32 years. I know it's not the prettiest of places, but it suits me just fine. Here you are. Can I get you something to eat? Um, no. No, I'm fine. Thank you. I'm good. So, went looking for me at the library, did you? Yeah, I was hoping to get an early start, but it's fine. I, I can wait. I'm happy to give you the key if you'd like. Just lock the door behind you, so the strays can't wander in. Thank you, that sounds great. I could probably handle the desk for you, process the check-ins and check-outs. No one in Colton will mind the library being closed for an extra couple of hours, Amber. It's a bit of a ghost town inside those walls, if you hadn't noticed. 
Right. In fact, I've handed out more library cards to tumbleweeds than to actual people over the years. <laughs> you run a good library, Mr. Simpkins. It's a credit to you. Oh, I appreciate that. Coming from a fellow librarian, but it's in need of a good overhaul, that place. Too much junk. Like this house, I suppose. One day, soon, when I die, someone will have the task of cleaning out all my old rubbish here. I've been a terrible hoarder over the years, and, well, I don't envy the poor soul who has to do it. Might save some time to just burn the whole place to the ground. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I had something for you. For me? What is it? There are too many books to fit inside that tiny place all at once. Over the years, I've had to spill over into my spare bedroom here, and the basement, and anywhere else I can find. Okay, so what does that have to do with me? Well, it's for you and Daniel, actually. I've noticed some of the things you've been reading, and I thought oh, this might be of interest. I've always liked the cover on this one, and the leather binding is quite exquisite. It's an old tome, no doubt, about that. From the 1800s, I believe, but, uh... Hmm. Where is it? Ah! Here it is! What have you got? I knew it was here somewhere. <laughs> the title is quite intriguing, don't you think? The Wicked Devils of Night. What on earth do you think that means? The Road of Shadows is created by Mark R. Healy. If you're looking to dig deeper into the show, I have good news for you. Over at Patreon, we're already dissecting the mysteries of Colton through exclusive character dossiers and concept art. Learn more about the characters and the lore and get a head start on the story by hearing episodes a week early, ad-free. All of that and more is available now at patreon.com slash beyondthedark. Check out more of my podcasts at theroadofshadows.com. The Road of Shadows Season 1 stars Hamish Plagimars, Marta De Silva, Rhiannon Marshall, Jimmy Yamaguchi, Trent Trachtenberg, Madeline Norton, Andres Echeverry, John Carver, Jay Silva, Ryan Page, Jason Cryer, Gavarock, Isabella Tugman, Jerron Bacat, Ryan Geyser, and Diana Helen Kennedy. The Road of Shadows is a Beyond the Dark production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, hello, I'm Malik. I'm Jamie. And this is World Gone Wrong, where we discuss the unprecedented times we're living through. Can your manager still schedule you for night shifts after that werewolf bit you? My ex-boyfriend was replaced by an alien body snatcher, but I think I like him better now. Who is this dude showing up in everyone's old pictures? My friend says the sewer alligators are reading maps now. When did the kudzu start making that humming sound? We are just your normal millennial roommates processing our feelings about a chaotic world in front of some microphones. World Gone Wrong, a new fiction podcast from Audacious Machine Creative, creators of Unwell, a Midwestern Gothic mystery. 
Learn more at audaciousmachinecreative.com. Find World Gone Wrong in all the regular places you find podcasts. I love you so much. I mean, you could like up the energy a little you bit. You could like, up the energy. I actually don't take notes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I'm just kidding. You sounded great. So did you. <laughs> <laughs>